Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is the Business of Thinking Big, the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So, if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to the Business of Thinking Big. As always, I'm your host and business coach, Leanne, and I cannot wait to get started on today's topic. Okay, today we are talking about the five bold actions that you can take right now to grow your business. These are five specific actions that I chose because I have a lot of people who come to me asking for business coaching and advice, of course, and there's so many things to know about running a business, but I wanted to boil it down to five simple actions, basically simple strategies that would work for anyone, no matter how far along you are in business or no matter what type of business you have. These are five actions. Yes, bold and courageous actions, but five actions that you could take right now. And when you do, I promise you, you will start to see your business grow. So I'm all about creating results. That's my thing. If you don't know me, I love sales. I love marketing. I've gotten good at a couple of things in my business I wasn't so good at before, but I'm all about getting people results. And when I think about a program like A Players, which is my 90-day group coaching program for mama entrepreneurs, that program is very much about results. When I work with these women, I have 90 days with them. Three months. Now that may sound like a long time, but let me reassure you, three months does go by pretty quickly, especially when you're running a business, but you're also raising a family. You've got personal stuff going on. You've got business challenges. So I only have 90 days with these women and I really have to help them focus on the things that move the needle in their business. And in fact, that word focus comes up a lot in my A Players program. So when I talk to them about creating focus, I really talk to them about doing the things that we know will get them further faster. It's a lot about cutting down the noise and not listening to all of the things other people are doing, right? Stopping paying attention to all of the chatter online and and trying to avoid that comparison-itis that we know can trip us up. But these five actions that I've chosen today, these are five things that I'm consistently coaching my A players on. And I can tell you, the ones that are doing these things are taking their business further, faster. They are creating more customers. They are making more money. They're growing the kind of business that they want to have. So I'm going to dive in right away. I'm not going to waste any time today. I'm going to share the five bold actions that are going to help you grow your business right now. Are you ready? Buckle up. Let's get started. Action number one that's going to help you grow your business is to show up more as yourself. Okay? Stop trying to be something you're not. Stop hiding from your people. Your people are out there and they want to spend their money by buying your products and services, but they can't do that if they can't see you or they don't know how you can help them. 
So a big one I see is people posting, posting, posting on Instagram, for example. But when I look at their feed, I have no clue who they are and what they do. I'm seeing a random collection of things like a yoga mat and a cat and a family photo and then some scenery and back to another. You know, I can't really get to know this person because it just looks like they're taking photos of whatever. But when I tell people this, and this happens a lot in A players, I'll do a quick scan of people's social and I'll say, you know, you might attract more customers if I could see your face more. I'd love to hear, for example, your brand story, right? Your backstory. How did you get started doing what you do? Could you come on video a little bit more and share things like your tips, your strategies, some ideas you have, your values? If I can start to see that in social media, then I'm going to get a much stronger sense of who you are and how you might be able to help me. But most people are not doing this because it freaks them out, right? It makes them feel really nervous to post their face online. God forbid right? A photo, God forbid, actually share a video of them speaking to their customer. But if you want to grow a business and you don't want to waste time doing it, then showing up on video is going to attract your dream client just that much faster, right? If I can't get to know you in your social, then I can't possibly take any next steps. So that's why it's a bold action. Some of you are already doing this, and I think that's fantastic. But some of you know, if you were to look at your own social media, If you don't see your face on that feed, if you're not seeing the person behind the brand and you're not feeling connected by it, then you can bet your future customers are not feeling connected either. So as much as this might be a scary thing, we need to show up and then have the courage to be ourselves more often. That's the only way our customers can see us and feel seen and heard by us. And we know that people buy from people that they know, like, and trust. So you look at your social feeds and you don't see how people can get to know you, like you, or trust you, then something's got to change, okay? So that's action number one, show up more often and be yourself. Action number two is to host an event. When I say this, you might be scared off by the idea. You might be thinking of like a big, flashy event like, I don't know, a conference or convention or something like that. And I'll say, if that's for you, if you're excited by that, then do it. I am going to tell you that once I started hosting MamaCon, my annual conference for mama entrepreneurs, that event put me on the map. Even though the first one was pretty small and it grew and grew over time, that is something that I am now known for being the host of MamaCon. It is a known thing in my world. People know this conference and they look forward to it every year. That is one example of a type of event you can host. However, don't get scared off by that. If you are not ready to host your own conference, then maybe think about something like a one-day retreat, right? A virtual retreat. This would also work with just hosting monthly workshops, webinars, masterclasses. When was the last time you did that? When was the last time you stepped up and offered a way for other people to learn from you in your zone of genius? Can I ask, was it in the last few weeks or the last few months or maybe never at all? (laughs) And again, when I coach a lot of my A players, they'll say things like, 
yeah, I've been thinking about this idea of like doing a webinar on something. And I'm like, dear God, do it. The sooner you step up and start to speak to your people's problems in this way. Yes, you should be doing it on social media. Yes, you should be doing it in your blogs, videos, podcasts, if you have those things. But the minute you host a masterclass that someone needs to opt into, right? They need to give you their name and their email in order to indicate their interest. Now, that is a next level of investment in the journey of working with you. Now I am seeing you as that authority figure because I've signed up for your event, right? So hosting an event like this, even if it's small, even if it's online, that is going to start to build your reputation. And I will tell you, you may just have a handful of people sign up for your first webinar and that's okay. My first webinar, I think I had four people sign up and only two actually came live. I was terrified and so embarrassed. I didn't really know what I was doing. But guess what? Hundreds of webinars later, and I have got this system on lockdown. I know exactly how to share a topic that I know my people are interested in, that I know they're going to sign up for. I know how to get them coming. I know how to really deliver in those workshops and webinars because I've been doing it now for so many years. But back in the day, I had to have the courage to host my first one. And if you're listening to this and you don't know what to build it around, let me ask you this. What's the number one thing people are always asking you for help with? What is the number one problem your people that you serve are consistently asking about? If you can nail that down, that is the perfect place for a first workshop or webinar that would draw somebody into your world and ideally take the next step to say, have a conversation, find out more about working with you, right? Because that's what we're doing all this for. We're doing these bold actions so that people can become customers, but they can't become customers if you're not strategic about it. So that's why hosting an event, a workshop, a masterclass is going to start to build your authority It's also going to start to PS, build your email list at the same time. So I think that is a perfect bold action for you to take if you are looking to get your business in front of more people. Okay, bold action number three is kind of the next step in this journey, which is to invite people to have conversations with you. Okay, and I have talked about this on the show. Back in the day, I struggled with prospecting. I struggled with saying, hey, I think I might be able to help you with my services. Because I looked at all of these other people and I thought, wow, do they really need me? Or is that too pushy? Maybe they already have a business coach. I don't know. I would resist this idea of inviting someone to take the next step. And guess what happened? They weren't taking the next step. I didn't have leads raining down from the sky 24-7 in those early days. And I was crossing my fingers and hoping that the leads would fall into my lap and hoping that people would reach out and say, hey, I want to learn more about working with you. It was happening, but it wasn't happening that much. And this troubles me when I hear some of my A players say that they've built their business on word of mouth alone or that they're relying on referrals to grow their business. Referrals are great, but guess what? they're only going to get you so far. There is a good chance 
that there are a half a dozen people right now in your circle that need your help and would be willing to have a conversation with you and find out about what working with you looks like, right? There are people, just think about it. Think about this right now. Can you think of three or four people that you know that you think might be a fit to work with you? Next question, have you offered to have a conversation with them? My guess is probably not. And I say this with love. This is totally normal. It feels awkward to assume someone might want to hire us, right? That feels really bold. And some might say it feels a little boastful, but we have to be willing to push out of our existing comfort zone if we want to grow. And this is one thing that I will admit feels awkward at first, but after some practice, it doesn't feel strange at all. I get people who DM me all the time about business and about what they're struggling with. And I could let them sit there or I could say, hey, it sounds like you might need a business coach. Do you want to come in for a chat? And inevitably, they become my next members or A players because I've taken that step. I've extended the invitation. You never know. You might have people looking at you thinking that you're too busy to help them. Or maybe that you're too important to help them or you're too advanced to help them. This happens to me all the time when I ask people, you know, why did we not connect sooner? They'd say, oh, I don't know. I've been listening to your podcast for years. I've been following you online for years and I'm just now joining A players. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I need to be a bit more proactive. I need to help people see that they can absolutely have a conversation with me if they are looking to do some business coaching work, right? So we can't assume that people do or don't need us. We have to just be willing to extend the invitation. Think about this. You are not asking for someone, you're not begging for someone to come and have a discovery call with you. You are offering them the opportunity to have a conversation with you about their needs. And the right person will absolutely say yes if you position this correctly, just as I just did, right? If you sound beggy and needy and graspy, like you gotta have them come for a discovery call, what are they gonna say? Of course, they're not gonna be into that. But if you show them how you might be able to help them and indicate that having a conversation with you is the right next step, guess what? The right person is absolutely gonna take you up on that. So that is my number three bold action invite more people to conversations. Even if you think they'll say no, or even if you think they're too good for you, make the invitation anyway. You might be surprised what you get. Okay, number four bold action to grow your business is to charge your worth and to do so unapologetically. I see too many women out there telling me that they know their offer isn't structured correctly and they know that they're charging too little and they know that they shouldn't be charging by the hour anymore, but they're not actually doing anything about it, right? They're waiting for some, I don't know, magic business fairy godmother to come along and wave the magic wand and poof, give them permission to charge their worth, right? If you're looking at your own business right now and you look at your offers and you're thinking, yeah, this doesn't really illustrate all the things I bring to the table, then there is a good chance you need to restructure that offer and probably to raise your prices. 
most of the women, again, like most of my A players that I am speaking to, when they begin the program with me, they know this is an issue. They start to tackle it in the program with me and with the other A players through mapping it out, talking it out, and then starting to make the offer. They gain the confidence they need to charge their worth. It doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen by accident, but with some intentional tweaks and again, that practice of putting it out there, they start to see their revenue grow. And P.S. nice side bonus is they start to attract more dream clients because they're finally charging what they are worth. So then they finally are attracting the people that are worthy of their true gifts and talents. You see how a lot of these things go hand in hand, right? We have to put ourselves out there and show our authority so that people will see that we're the person that can help them. But then we have to create those conversations. And then when we do, you bet your butt we have to have something really valuable to offer them at the end of that conversation. Otherwise, we've done all this work for nothing. So that's number four bold action is charge your worth. Do it now. If you're not strong in this area, perhaps you need to invest in working with a coach who can really help you tweak your offers and massage them and get them to the place where you look at that offer and you look at that price and you feel really proud about that because that piece is really important. When you look at what you're selling, because you're selling yourself at the end of the day, when you look at how you've packaged and priced yourself, do you feel proud? Do you feel fulfilled? Do you feel like this is worthy of you? Because if so, that's fantastic, but you're in the minority. And if not, guess what? This is the bold action that you need to double down on. Okay, the last of the five bold actions that are gonna help you grow your business is to say no to what is not working for you, okay? And when I say this, this comes to everything in your business from those non-dream low vibe customers to that blog that you really don't want to be writing anymore to that collaboration that somebody suggested, but you really don't think it's going to be worth your time. Like all of the shoulds in your business, all of the times you feel like you should do something out of obligation or fear or a sense of lack. All of those things have to go because guess what? In order for you to grow the thing that you really want to grow, you have to cut the clutter. You have to create as much focus as you possibly can. In order to grow the right things in your business, you have to say no to the wrong things in your business. And this lesson can be really tough to learn. I think about all those women who come to me in tears telling me that they're being bogged down by a client in their business who is really not worthy of them, someone who doesn't value their time, someone who doesn't respect their boundaries. Does any of this sound familiar? I ask because I have literally heard it hundreds of times in my career as a business coach. We need to have the courage to say, thank you for your interest, but I don't think this is a fit, right? Because when we do that, when we hold firm to our boundaries, when we stay focused on what we really want, that's when we see our business skyrocket. 
We always think that it's going to be the opposite. Oh, if I say no to this customer, they're going to be mad at me and then I won't get another customer and I'll be waiting for another customer forever. It's not true. When you say no to what you don't want, what the universe says is, oh, she doesn't want that. Okay, great. Let's give her something different. Let's give her what she really wants. This is so, so, so true. But I, I have to tell you, so many people have to live it before they believe it, right? Again, when you think about something in your personal life, maybe there's a person in your life that is just dragging your energy down and you feel like you have to spend time with them. But every time you do, you leave the conversation feeling drained, feeling less than. Do you have someone like that in your world? I'll tell you, I just had a visit with someone that was a friend of mine for a long time, many years ago. We had lost touch and I just reconnected with her this past weekend. And when I did, it was one hour. We had a conversation for one hour. We got caught up. I swear to you, not a single positive thing out of her mouth. Everything was, well, this isn't working and that's not. It was like a, an endless list of complaints that I had to listen to for an hour. And I think, well, no wonder I stopped hanging out with you. So maybe you have someone or something like that in your world. Maybe it's an activity you committed to that is really just not fulfilling you anymore. Or again, I use the example of like, Maybe you had committed to writing a blog for your business, but every time you think about sitting down to write a blog, you would literally rather do anything else, right? These are good indications that these things are not actually helping you move your business forward, right? If something is draining you, if it's taking away your energy rather than giving you more energy, if it's feeling like a waste of time rather than something productive that's getting you further You've got to learn to say no to it. And you can say no with kindness and respect and love and feel great about saying no. Because guess what? When you say no to that thing, someone else will say yes to that thing. I think about a lot of the service providers that I have coached over the years that will say, oh, this project, it's okay. But if I'm being honest, it's not really the size and the scope that really lights me up anymore. It's really not where I want to be in my business at this moment in time. It's more of where I was a couple years ago. And I always say, great, say no to that opportunity because guess what? That opportunity is absolutely perfect for somebody else who maybe does kind of what you do, but in a slightly different way. And that person's going to be thrilled to get the work. It's actually just great karma, to be honest with you, to start saying no to stuff. Because again, what's not meant for you might be meant for someone else. And we always think we're going to be letting someone down when we say no. But quite often, it's the complete opposite. Quite often, that person is grateful that we were honest and didn't waste their time. Quite often, the universe then says, oh, okay, and again, delivers more of what we do want in our business and in our lives. So if you start creating this courage and start saying no to what is not serving you, you will absolutely start to see more of what you want, which in turn is going to help you grow your business. I guarantee it. In fact, all of these five actions, while they might require a little courage, 
will actually provide you with more ease as you grow. A lot of these things are going to help you grow with confidence so that you can work smarter, not harder, so you can stay in your zone of genius doing more of what you love, right? And that's really what we want. We don't just want to grow a business. We want to grow an intentional business that's built around the kinds of things you want to do and the kinds of people you want to serve. And if you listen again, all of these five bold actions are going to help you do that. So let me recap. Bold action number one is to show up more often and just be yourself. You're going to attract more dream clients as a result. Action number two is to host an event, a masterclass, a webinar that positions you as an expert in your field. Action number three is to invite people to have conversations with you. Create more conversations so you can create more customers. Action number four is to charge your worth and do so unapologetically. And action number five is to say no to those things that are dragging you down to make more room for the things that you want to grow. There you have it, my friend. I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope it inspires you to take some simple, bold actions. And if you are thinking that you might be in need of some business coaching, or you'd like to explore the idea of my 90-day group coaching program, A Players, then I invite you to reach out to my team, info at mamasandco.com. We'd be more than happy to help you find the right program that suits your needs at this time and share the enrollment process for A Players. Once again, that's info at mamasandco.com, and I cannot wait to help you grow your mamapreneur business. Thanks for listening to the business of thinking big. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at leannekim.com. Oh,